0: Welcome to Heels in the Courtroom, a podcast about successfully navigating law and life, featuring the women trial attorneys at the Simon Law Firm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. I am Amy Gunn, and today I am joined by Liz Lenovey, Elizabeth McNulty, Erica Slater, and Mary Simon. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey. We are nearing the end of the year. We are in the midst of the holiday season which includes parties, and shopping, and decorating, and hosting, and we thought we'd take a little bit of time this afternoon to share with our listeners our plans, and maybe add a little bit of advice about how to get through this very busy season. So, I have traveled over the Thanksgiving holiday, and that has always been our tradition. Not terribly far, just to my hometown in Kentucky, and... For Christmas and the holiday season around Christmas, we stay in town. Um, My husband has a, a sister and her family that comes in from the West Coast and it's a great time to see them. And frankly, traveling over the holidays can be really stressful, so I'm thankful that we stay around St. Louis. Although there are many days that I debate whether hitting the beach instead of Staying in St. Louis over Christmas is the better way to go. But I think we'd probably miss out on a lot of holiday traditions that we're used to, so we're sticking here. The good news in my family is that my son Connor, who had been away in New Zealand studying abroad uh, from July through the end of November, is home. Yay! 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 And, yeah, it was real difficult for him to be that far away for so long. He's turning 21 on January 2nd. Oh, my gosh. So he really is. I know he's a big old boy. And you think, well, by then you'd be used. And he's been in college for a couple of years as well. And you'd think, well, you'd be used to him now being away. But, man, it was so far away the time change made it very difficult to know the best time to call because every time I wanted to call him, it felt like it was always 3 a.m. in Auckland. So now he's probably up half the time. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, we're thankful to have him home. He had a great trip. He really showed a lot of independence and responsibility because, um, again, it's really hard for your child or your loved one to be far away because anything goes wrong. It's really hard to know how to help them. So, you know, I've always tempered the wanting to him to need me with, but I can't help that far away, and that caused a lot of stress and anxiety. So anyway, glad to have him back, and he'll be home all the way through the holidays before he goes back to uh, Denver, and then, of course, he turns 21, so his father has been planning a trip to Las Vegas for his 21st birthday since he was, like, born. Oh, so <laughs> I think Kevin is more excited than Connor about this, although I could be wrong. And I'm sure it'll be the first time he ever drinks alcohol. Of Certainly. course. I feel he certain does. that he's yeah. not even tasted it. Right,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs a shepherd and his father to bring him through yes, this
1: very needs, important milestone. He sure does. And then Nathan has finished his varsity football season for his senior year. Hey, Nathan. Hey. He had a great season. He had a great... A career, high school career in football. And what I like, what I like about it is that he's home more often now because he comes home from school right after school instead of eight or nine o'clock after practice. So it's going to be really nice to spend more time with him as well. Okay. My immediate family hosts Christmas Eve and luckily Kevin loves to cook uh, maybe I'm using that strongly, but he does the cooking and I'm in charge of the home and the decorating. Um, and it's a lot of work and stress, but I really enjoy the night. You know, the the, the sharing, we usually have about 19 all in uh, for the, just the immediate family. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems fine. Yeah. You know, we've
3: done it for a few years and it seems <laughs> fine. So I'm looking forward to that. Liz, what are your plans? Well, nothing nearly that exciting. It feels like <laughs> such a letdown. <laughs> no one, no one in my immediate life is turning 21, although my sister will be turning 20. Oh my yeah. gosh. I know, yeah, that's We're so close in age and I just I, it just has gone
1: by so quickly.
3: Oh I know, that, it right? True. She's 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 almost. I guess she's almost an adult. I guess she legally is an adult. It's very weird to think about the fact that she is like a fully formed human now. But. Our plans for the holidays, I mean, we do the same thing every Christmas, which is we spend Christmas Eve, my husband and I spend Christmas Eve with my mom and my sister. And usually my mom makes some sort of Korean dish, something that, you know, she's very good at cooking and we always really enjoy her food. And usually she'll make one of her dishes that are a little bit more complicated that maybe only come out during special occasions and then christmas day we spend with my husband's uh, side of the family and it's interesting because there's two kinds of families i think there's families that take christmas really seriously and then those that don't and my family growing up we weren't a family that took it really seriously like we still like got gifts and everything for each other but it just it wasn't a big to do and at some point my family, my parents shifted from getting me gifts to just giving me cash, which is what I wanted. We're a cash, right. we're strictly a cash family. Yeah. <laughs> it is a transaction. Yes. And so basically we wake up Christmas morning. My my dad would hand me some some money and say, Merry Christmas. When the mall opens up, go buy what you want. And I would say, thank you. Best Christmas ever. <laughs> my husband's side of the family, though, is very into the tradition of opening gifts. Mm. So Everything gets wrapped. Everything, and and it's not it's not a it's not cash. It it is physical items, and so it's it's just a very Resence. different yes. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe part of it is like the like the aesthetic of seeing a bunch of things under the tree. I don't know what it is. His family is also a big birthday family, and mine is not either, <laughs> which now is making it sound like I grew up in a very sad child. <laughs> I, sure, I didn't. I just I think my family was just more chill about things. (laughs) But that's what we spend Christmas Day doing, and so usually we'll go over there, open a ton of Christmas presents. There's only one grandchild uh, on on my husband side of the family my nephew and so most of the focus is on him although he's 14 and so it's 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 getting a little bit harder to i don't know see the christmas cheer there <laughs> cuz it used to be you know when they're little they're so excited they want to wake up early so it's 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 been interesting to watch over the years but that's that's sort of the, the summary of my holiday plans um just watching the t- dichotomy of two very different families <laughs> i love that so much i mine's kind of a hybrid i'm also a Cash and books, family.
4: Okay. Uh, yeah. Normally, all of us get a book. Sometimes two. It just depends. Like, sometimes they're all, my, my, normally on Christmas morning, even growing up, we'll get a book and then maybe, you know, a card with some money in it. But most of the time, the books are ones that my dad would buy for me and my two brothers and then like my dad would kind of say can I see that real quick and then he'd sit there and read the whole thing in the chair that so the book and it was like literature right that's yeah so the next you did told me this before and like was... you know we'd get books of like you know world like history the the the, like the Iliad and the Odyssey biography is yes so and it's normally books that he wanted, but he always writes a inscription. Is it an inscription in the front cover? Like if you I was about to say call? his autograph, but he. Right? <laughs> is
1: it, is it, yeah. it called an inscription? I think so, sure. Yeah, so.
4: Right <laughs> in. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas with the year, Love Dad. And so I've got a ton of books that I've collected over the years from Christmas Morning from him. Um, we've never really been a big gift family. Kind of similar, Liz. And I'm wondering if it has something to do with having. You know, some sort of immigrant lineage. (laughs) Your gift was us bringing you here. Like, here's a book and money. What else could you get smarter and save your money? And what else could you possibly need in your life? Frugality, (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Financial lesson. It's like, here's the cash and don't go spend it
3: was our, like the message to me is like, don't go pick something out. Go put it in a safe somewhere. Oh, Um, that, that was part of the, the deal too was my, my parents would always give me the cash with the added caveat of, well, you know, don't you, maybe you should put some of that in your savings for a rainy day. And I'm like, what's a rainy day? I'm 15. I'd, I'd get it handed to me. And
4: then it, with a quote of a fool and his money shall soon part. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Thank you so much. So that's heavy handed. Yeah, exactly. So that's how that would play out, which is obviously different than probably any family that anyone can ever think of. But especially my husband's family, because they're more into, you know, my I'm so practical. So if someone asks for a Christmas gift, I'm always thinking like, if someone perfect example, my my mother-in-law, who I love so much, she texted me, do you guys have any ideas for Christmas gifts? And I sent her like kitchen items that Mark yeah. and I definitely would buy if we didn't get them for Christmas. And she texted me back and said, can you think of anything special to get for Mark? And I was like, so this is more, they have more thought of really personalizing a gift. And then yeah. I just, I I have to think so hard about that if I'm going to really like think about it, not in a practical sense, but in like... What would this person just appreciate that I normally wouldn't just buy for the house or something? And I also I also think that for holidays, giving our listeners some maybe like tips or advice to get through the holidays. I heard this on another podcast, but it was like for holiday parties, no matter what your family size is, just eliminate expectation. So any year, if you're going into a holiday party, if there's the cousin or the aunt who's always going to ask you about the thing that you don't want to talk about, just know they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to say the thing. Everyone's going to act the way that you already know they're going to act. Even if it's something you're like, we have to like hear about this again. You're just going to do it. So just lose that expectation and don't think about it. And then you'll, you won't have to be, you'll be disappointed when it happens. Yeah, exactly. It just like lessen the expectation. And I, we don't, I, I was trying to think of, you know, family traditions, but it's really like my daughter's two. So we're almost like created. We have an opportunity to create <clears throat> Traditions, and I'm so so thankful for my husband because you were saying about cooking and decorating, like he does all of that. It's like after Thanksgiving was done, I like, came downstairs in the morning and like lights were up and decorations <laughs> were out. He just he he makes our house feel like a home, more like cozy, and and it's so much more fun for our daughter. And it's something that I just I feel like if I didn't have someone in, encouraging me to do it or doing that uh, doing that himself, like I wouldn't go buy like decorations and put them up. I just but I but I like it. I like it when they're actually up and it feels good in the house and stuff. So I I do think that like going out and picking out a tree is something that we've done with Nora the last two years. So it will obviously continue to do that. But yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that I'm really looking forward to is just spending time with family. This year most of my family, my immediate family were traveling for Christmas and I'm really excited for that. Um, I was laughing thinking about Amy. You said you have 19 people together. I'm pretty sure my family, even my dad and his siblings, our total is like 110 now yeah. at family parties. Yeah. So no one's really hosting. Yeah,
3: it's one, it's about 110 people on the guest list for any party. This is the problem with the. Podcast is that you can't see our reactions because my yeah. jaw is on the table right now. hundred, I don't even know 110 yeah. people on my Reddit. I think at the last
4: party that I hosted at my house, which was in July and it poured down rain, mm-hmm. so instead of swimming, everyone was inside. It was like 109 was the what? number of people that we invited so you need valet for your family seriously but it's but it's so it's so fun so like i know there will be a big simon family party at my aunt's house and it's kind of just open door a ton of good food people are in and out all day we won't go to that this year because my immediate family's traveling but i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what it feels like to uh, celebrate christmas not in Mm -hmm. st louis I've never done that before, but between my mom and my husband, I'm sure that the Airbnb we're staying at, they'll find some way to make it feel like Christmas because otherwise I feel like I would just go and treat it like a normal vacation. But are you? What about presents? Are you shipping presents out? We're just going to go. No, I think what we're going to do. And I, I also would, you know, I, I think I'd recommend this to folks too or anyone who's traveling with little kids, just less is more to pack so we're going to just get our daughter a couple of things when we when we get there but it's also so fun to gift one thing that i really like to do is gifting like experiences for people i always think that that's fun so last year for christmas i got mark a ticket to a symphony that he loves in seattle with two of his best friends and i feel like that was just a it's fun to give gifts. I feel like it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I don't come from a family that has a ton of like gift giving, but it's so fun to when you do think about something that someone would really like, it's so fun to go out and buy gifts and then watch them open it. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm just going to have no expectations and try not to be on my email. Those are going to be my goals for the holidays. Elizabeth, (laughs) what about you and Hank? Are you going to your parents' house or are you guys flying solo. So my family and I've been, I feel like I've been traveling
5: for Christmas for, I don't know, like the past 10 years or so. I feel like ever since my brother got married, we've been traveling to where him and his family live now. I think we did one year without him at Christmas, and that did not go over very well. <laughs> My mom put on I'll be home for Christmas and then proceeded to cry. Aww. I was like, I don't know who put this movie on. This is a real downer. So we spend Christmas with them. Usually his in-laws are there, and it's like a really fun thing just because it's really nice that like both families can be together. Um, And obviously Hank will will be there as well. But gift giving is like a really big deal in my family. It always has been. I don't really know how that started. But the older I get, the more pressure it becomes. Just because it's like I don't it's like an
3: underlying kind of like competitive thing. Do you think it's because you make more money now? Every year you get older, you make more money, the expectations for better gifts are there. Yeah, that's the pressure I feel. I feel yeah, I you're projecting. I feel this pressure, <laughs> hey, we'll talk about that later. Yeah,
4: Elizabeth, little bit, a little bit. Hey.
5: I don't know, you just have to like outdo what you did the year before, kind of. But everything has to be like thoughtful and like perfectly tailored to that person. But you can't ask them what they want because that's just like really lazy. So it's just, I, it's probably a lot of pressure I just put upon myself, honestly. But I start doing that like very early just because like the longer you put it off the crappier the gifts are going to be quite frankly but I do think that giving gifts is like a lot more fun than receiving them it's a really fun part of Christmas but it also like that whole expectation thing it kind of like builds up and then you like want a certain reaction we don't get it it can be disappointing and it's like okay this is just like it's supposed to be a fun holiday and like Obviously, only I would find a way to make it stressful. So I think that that's a really good reminder to just like relax. It's like not that serious. But as far as decorating and stuff, I do that myself every year. My tree, since COVID, it goes up like as early as possible just because I think it just makes you happy. So I put it up before Thanksgiving this year. I think that that's just happy. How does Hank feel about the tree? Is he cool with it? No, he doesn't really care for it. He will like slide <laughs> under it. He, yeah, but he doesn't mess with it. But he's not happy is with Hank it. Ain't gonna get
2: Christmas gifts?
5: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also has like, a Christmas outfit that he does not appreciate. Wait, <laughs> shape report to come? Yes, of course I will share. So yeah, Christmas is really fun but kind of stressful. So my mom and I are going on a trip the day after Christmas. Where?
1: Where are
5: I mean, we're just going to the beach. I don't know how the weather will be. That was perfect. Yeah, but we just need some downtime, and it has to be, like, forced out of our homes, downtime to not, like... Otherwise, there will just be projects to do at home. So not checking email either. So I'm excited about it. Should be a fun couple weeks. That should become a tradition for you and your
4: mom.
2: (laughs) I hope so.
1: Erica, your turn. Well, I have
2: sat here listening to all of your traditions and present giving sitting on my hands (laughs) because I... So I love Christmas so much. And I think it stems from when I was little and growing up, like my mom and my dad, they made Christmas like very magical feeling. And there were lots of little traditions and like stories about, you know, Like, we didn't have Elf on the Shelf yet. That was awful. It's awful. I think it's fine. I was about to ask, are you an
3: Elf elf on the Shelf
2: house? We are. And this year that's becoming wonderful because my five-year-old is telling, ours is named Abby, and my five-year-old keeps repeating to my two-year-old that Abby is watching. And it is, I now have (laughs) Hazel, my youngest, now has two and a half parents. (laughs) And, And I don't know the crowd control of that is working fine in my house. But... Like we had little things like that when I was younger. Like my mom would like move something and be like, "Must have been Santa or like you know something going on." So like, wait, hey, my mom was like super into it. I know. And Mary's
4: shaking her head yeah, like, yeah, a great "Sorry, Liz and I are like, that's pretty cool."
3: <clears throat> well, but
2: then then I married Kristen, whose family through their adult child years still gets matching jammies every year for the whole family so like this family took christmas to another level (laughs) and so, so like i mean so we spend most christmases since i've known Kristen in houston um her mom is like mrs claus and she cannot be stopped (laughs) <laughs> like every every year I ask, like, can we limit her to three gifts? And Kristen's like, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. It's the joy of her life to spoil the crap out of everyone. I love it. And I mean, you just, she just cannot be stopped. It will be one thing after the other. And, but it's like all the traditions are there. So like the cookies and they do a bouche de Noel on Christmas Eve. And like, they have all these traditions that they're
3: very good about keeping up. I'm sorry. What is a For those of us who don't know what a Bûche de Noel is. It's, it's the Yule
2: log. It's like a, cake. a rolled cake. It's the kind log. of like a Swiss roll type cake that is supposed to be the Yule log. Okay, so this is a it's Great a British Bake Off technical yes. challenge. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yes. Got it. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. It's Great British Bake Off holidays. Now, anyone who is not a longtime listener, you may know that my... I met my wife because my best friend from law school is her sister so now my family or my friends are now my family so when we were first spending Christmas down there you know it's like it's this big group and they're all my friends because my friend my sister-in-law now Kylie married our other friend from law school so they have an older brother and everybody does exchange names and nobody had kids at that time it was you know All three of the siblings were each married. So it was the six of us kids, if you will. And we exchanged names. And I got their brother, David. And David, being the older Italian son that he is, he's such a mama's boy. And like his mom, you know, was like, well, submit me, uh, submit to me your list. And then I will exchange them among, you know, the kids, whoever has your name. And David proceeded to submit like a 12-item list with pictures and links and explanations about why he needed each thing. Oh, okay. Wow. I love this. Yes, it's amazing. So, like, like, to the extent that, like, there was a file, like a fireproof filing cabinet on there, and he explained <laughs> the different documents that he would plan to put. <laughs> wow. So I thought that this was the most amazing thing ever. So my gift to the family that year, which has now become a tradition, was my poem in Night Before Christmas style, explaining his list to the family. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> And so every year since, and I think that was like 2014 maybe, so every year since then, I've done the Christmas poem for the family. Oh my gosh. And like last year, Kylie and Jay and their two boys, and Kristen and I and our two girls, Ooh. like we're trying to fly to Houston together, but if you remember Southwest like canceled everything, oh, okay. and it was a nightmare, and we like, Got on this weird flight at the last minute and went through like Nash or Dallas or something and then rented a car and drove to Houston, but they had a like six month-old, so they're like, we're not taking that chance. And they didn't get out that day. Aww. So they got up the next morning and like drove through the day and got there at like 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Oh my gosh. And so like last year the whole theme of the, you know, poem was their like epic journey, <laughs> uh, like of 48 hours to get to make it to Christmas. To And so I've saved, I've saved them all, but we have like a lot of traditions like that, that we've started since my wife and I have been together or with her family and with our kids being two and five, like we are in the Super Bowl of Christmas years right now. And like, it is just like, I thought we were having fun before, but like, they are just delighted by everything. My kids are such Christmas kids. Like we hit, you know, the day after Thanksgiving and the Grinch is on every single day in our house. <laughs> my daughter is today at school, like in full Grinch outfit. <laughs> Nora's <is>, like <laughs> too. She sweatshirt. I mean, like, and it's hilarious. She comes home with little pictures, and I mean, I just have real Christmas loving kids. So we've created a lot of traditions, and God bless my family who like understand. On my side of the family, my kids are the only grandkids and they get the cousin thing at Christmas. So Got they that they never, yeah. they are never upset about celebrating on a different day, which we always do, of course, and make it special. So um, I'm very much looking forward to Christmas. It's always busy. And I'm, you know, we host and we have people over and Kristen and I have an annual Christmas date that always ends at the Fox and the Hound at the Cheshire, which is very oh, cozy good. and Christmassy. And so like we have all these things that we wanna pack in, but it's busy, but I try to remember that it is all fun.
1: And I'm delighted. Every every single thing. Looking at your face and hearing this, I'm actually starting to get excited about same as do it. Yes.
2: I mean like Christmas music. Now I will not I have a strict rule about no Christmas music until like I think this year I cheated a little bit, like maybe two days before Thanksgiving, but like the anticipation is very much part of it. And then like when it's over, it is over. Like (laughs) like we are done, like my kids wanna like watch Christmas movies like in February, and I'm like no, nope, (laughs) nope, you will be on a complete Christmas deficit until
4: late November. We yeah. haven't stopped watching the Grinch, unfortunately, since last Christmas.
2: Oh my god. I know. Yeah. Honestly, we were ordering like the the Grinch Christmas
4: jammies the other day, and I'm like,
2: do we need to get Nora a pair?
4: <laughs> yeah, she has a Grinch sweater, and YouTube has the original Grinch, all of it mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Six parts, and I know when the commercials hit on YouTube <laughs> during week songs. Yeah. Because we've listened to it like three or four times a week. Yeah. We'll have the Grinch on.
1: One of the Traditions, I guess you can call it that, that I've done is create a photo book for the year. And I've done it for yeah. about 10 for years. For your mom, right? And I do it for my mother, but I also order two for me because I anticipate giving one set to Connor and one set to Nathan. And I'll tell you, I dread it because you have to download all the pictures from the year and it's gotten easier because they're in the cloud, but I need Kevin's phone. I need my phone. And you got to compile the pictures. and you have to put it in the book. And then you have to add the ribbons and the dates and the this. And I hate every second of it. Then it comes in the mail. And I am so proud of it. And it really is, because we now we have a stack of them in the living room. And every once in a while, honestly, I'll just walk by and I'll just pick a year. And okay. I'll flip through. And because we all struggle with. I know I do, with remembering and being present. And when did that happen? And did that happen? Nathan the other day says, remember the time I was Napoleon in the school play? And I was like, no. (laughs) Nope. I don't. And to the point where I can't tell if he's joking. Like, I don't remember it and i keep thinking i gotta get that photo book out and see because surely i would have taken a picture of nathan as napoleon (laughs) (laughs) oh it's because the movie came out that's why we were talking about it anyway so that's something that a little bit of pain for like the weekend just trying to plow through that is really worth it and and in fact even the boys and kevin and and especially my mother are real appreciative of it (laughs) And so I think I can consider that a tradition that I'm proud of and and glad that I've started.
3: And how long have you been doing that?
1: Well, that's a good question. I know it's been at least, I'd say I'm probably getting close to 15 years. I know I didn't start, like like I said, Connor will be 21. I know I didn't start it until Nathan was born and he just turned 18. So I'm going to guess it's probably been close to 15 years but i need to actually count my
4: books and then another piece of advice on that is that mark puts together an album for every year our like dating anniversary he'll put together an album of like stuff that we've done together for the last year but he creates a shared album on our phone and tells me i can upload any pictures that i want to be like eligible for the album or whatever. For, for
3: consideration. You can submit for <laughs> consideration. Albert Worthy.
4: It's one album, right? So he's like that's you can cool. upload as you. many as you want to the shared album, but then he's he puts it together. That's and really then I like nice. look through it and it's so fun. So yeah if it's just your and Kevin's phone, maybe you can just tell him to upload them to one album. So yeah you have them in one place on your phone. Well, this year I will say that it did not I use Shutterfly and for
1: many years it's just been a horrible pain. And I know that I'm not that tech savvy, but it seemed like this year, because all my pictures are in the cloud and all of Kevin's are in the cloud, you can upload from the cloud because from the Gmail account and it for once was really easy. So last weekend I downloaded all of the eligible pictures, uh, the the worthy pictures. And then this weekend I'm going to plow through and just like pick them put them in and get it ordered that's awesome that's such a good
2: idea yeah so I have to give a shout out to all of you and our parents who were doing this before us it is hard to keep some of those things going and like you said the book like it feels like such a chore I mean I even we we have another tradition of when Kristen and I met she had a mini Cooper the tiny mini now with two kids we have the biggest mini (laughs) but the first year we went to go get a real tree together we strapped that thing on top of the mini and like we're tickled i mean (laughs) i don't know if anybody else (laughs) thought it was funny but like we were extremely delighted by this enormous because i bought the biggest tree I could find. It was, it may have been longer end to end (laughs) than the actual mini. Yeah. So we loved it. And so that's part of our tradition now that we always go get a tree, put it on the mini and take a picture. And so we have the same picture every year of our family in front of the mini with the tree. I don't know what's going to happen when we like decide to get rid of the mini we're we're gonna have to rent one every year or something to go get it yeah but so like you see you know it's like the only thing that we have like the same picture every year and like even looking back to last year and they're on an album we have this little album that we add to that has our christmas card every year and then this picture of like the tree on top of the mini but every year it's like i always want to go the friday after thanksgiving it's always a kerfuffle. We've usually just hosted Thanksgiving. Yeah. I like force my family to go do this and like having a real tree is kind of a pain in the ass in your house. It's messy and dirty and like whatever. but I love it. yeah. And so going through that little bit of pain to like keep a tradition alive, it's so much work year over year. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it sounds like a small thing, but now becoming a parent. My point is I want to give a shout out to us, Amy, you doing the photo book for year after year, like thinking about my mom and like the little stuff she did every year to like make things special for us. It's just now that I'm a parent, I get it. It takes so much work, but it is part of like what makes everything very fun. Yeah.
1: Well, ladies, thank you so much for sharing some of your plans and traditions. Uh, We do wish our listeners the very best of the holiday season. Please try to take care of yourselves and your families, but definitely yourselves through this somewhat stressful time. And please know that we're wishing you all the very best for this
0: year and into next.
1: Happy Holidays!
0: Heels in the Courtroom is brought to you by The Simon Law Firm. At the Simon Law Firm PC, we believe in the power of pooling resources in order to create powerful results. We often lend our trial skills and experience to lawyers around the country to achieve better results for their clients. Our attorneys welcome the opportunity to work with you on your case, offering vast resources, seasoned litigators, and a sterling reputation. You can contact us at 314-241-2929. And if you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to share your thoughts with Amy, Liz, Erica, Mary, Elizabeth at heelsinthecourtroom.law. And subscribe today because the best lawyers never stop learning.